0: It is time for promotions here at the Profits Picks football podcast show once again, and I want to start with my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia, in the eastern time zone, and that is Nails by Amani, the best nail technician in or outside of the 285 perimeter in Atlanta, Georgia, more specifically 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236, She is once again the best nail technician in Atlanta, Georgia, inside or outside the 285 perimeter. Check out Nails by Amani today. Look her up on Instagram as well. All right. Let's not forget about the missus, and that is, of course, shopneolife.com forward slash Forest Health. Once again, that is ShopNeolife.com forward slash F O R R E S T H E A L T H. And check out her newest business, the one that we all want to see prosper more than any of the other ones, quite frankly. And that is Online and Beauty And that is O N L I N E B E A U T Y B O U T I Q U E.com. The Online Beauty Boutique.com. Heavenly Hair and Little Man. He checks out the show every now and again with some intro music. And that is Arigato Joey at soundcloud.com. Once again, that is A-R-I-G as in greatness. A-T-O-J-O-E-Y at SoundCloud.com. He makes music and he also makes music for my podcast show. Check me out. I'm on Instagram at The Picks 2019. Once again, that is at The Prophets Picks 2019. I'm on Twitter at Prophets underscore picks. You can email me. Theprofitspicks at gmail.com and look us all up today. Everybody, stay safe out there and stay tuned for the show coming up next. All right, show number 174 of the season. Man, 174 podcast shows already on the season and still got weeks 11 through 18 to go not including the postseason and not including the remaining prediction shows in this week week 10 this is the prophets picks football podcast show week 10 predictions coming to you live from the prophets picks podcast studios forward slash media centers in the beautiful city of houston texas it is 8 51 p.m atlantic eastern eastern standard time good evening mom danielle what is up pops in miami florida what's up it's the Pro six football podcast show 7 51 p.m here in the central time zone in the city of houston once again it's been a wonderful day. I hope everyone has had a wonderful hump day. And as I told my 12 year old son, you know, seems like it takes forever to get to the day of Wednesday, but once Wednesday arrives and you make it through halfway through the day, you're basically halfway to your weekend and there's going to be a holiday this Friday. So a lot quicker to your weekend if you were off on this coming Friday Veterans Day than you would be on a regular week but even if it wasn't a holiday Friday this coming Friday you would still be halfway to your weekend because Thursday flies by Friday flies by and we all know the weekend flies by so that goes without saying but all honor, respect, and prayers goes to every single veteran that has served, that is serving, that will serve in one of our branches of our great military that we have for this nation. Good evening. It is 6.52 p.m. Mountain and p.m. Pacific. This is the Prophet's Fix Football Podcast Show. Week 10 predictions continuing continuously throughout the next few days. As on tomorrow, I will give you the winners of the final day games, which is 2.425 p.m. Eastern kickoffs rivalry game between the Cowboys and the Packers, and you're wondering how they are rivals, I'll talk about that tomorrow. Or I can just hint at it really quickly right now. Whenever you see one team from another division, or even another conference, a lot throughout the years, whether it's the regular season, the postseason, or if it's from another conference, the Super Bowl, that team becomes your rival. You know, you win a few games, they win a few games. Or you win one, they win one, you win one, they win one. Titans and Ravens know a lot about that. All right. Anger Jalaska, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Hawaii, Honolulu, Waikiki, Maui, and the World War II Pearl Memorial. What is up, man? Welcome back to the show. Glad to have you guys with me. And... Four teams on a bye week in week 10. Two teams from the AFC North, two teams from the AFC East. Starting to get the feeling that the NFL didn't put teams on bye weeks by mistake. I think they are put specific teams on bye weeks on purpose. <laughs> Nevertheless, I don't think the NFL knew that all four of those teams would win going into their bye week gonna take my time with this show 73 58 and one on the year 14 and 14 in primetime. first primetime game of week 10 is tomorrow night atlanta carolina gonna take my time with this show you got the colts who aren't sure if they're going to start matt ryan this sunday allow him to come back or if they're going to start sam ellinger or some rookie free agent off the street, or some veteran free agent off the street, or some player at quarterback off of their practice squad. Hence Nick Foles. But on the other side of the football field, you have the Las Vegas Raiders. And this is the two and six Raiders at the three, five, and one Indianapolis Colts prediction show. Unfortunately for the Reich family, R-E-I-C-H, Frank Wright was let go a couple of days ago on Monday. It was shocking. It was mind-blowing. And what overtook that thunderstorm was a hurricane, literally. Because the owner of the Annapolis Colts decided... That he was going to go not with a coach that was an assistant on Frank Reich's coaching staff, not with a former NFL head coach that has had at least four to five years' experience. He didn't even go with the guy that had at least one year of experience. Oh, wait, yeah, he did. He went with a guy that has 1 year of experience but at the high school football level. You know, I can't even talk. I have not even been a coach at the high school level. So, who am I to talk, right? But at least the guy that the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, Jim Irsay, at least He went with the guy that had a key role in ensuring that Peyton Manning would be protected as a franchise quarterback on the offensive line for the Indianapolis Colts. And it was a team that eventually beat the Patriots to get to the Super Bowl and win their first ever NFL championship in the city of Indianapolis. Let's not forget the Colts franchise has two Super Bowls, but the city of Indianapolis only has one. And with that said, Jeff Saturday is the interim head coach. Come to find out in the days to come after Monday's decision, we would all learn and find out that Jeff Saturday has been in talks and consulting with the owner. Now, I want to be clear here. Who am I? Right. I'm a guy that's making a paycheck to paycheck, which is very frustrating for me from time to time, because there was a little teenage girl that hit my vehicle, no license, no insurance. And because of the color of my skin and the color of her skin, she was not arrested. And no one has been able to come to my face and disagree dispute that thought or that accusation because they can't and it's the truth. And right now my headlights are out and it's funny to me how this entire year some way somehow I have always been put in a position to be the bad guy, to be the warlock, to be the demon, to be the enemy. And I don't understand how. I never try to be anything more than who and what I am and who and what God has called me to be. I do my best to be obedient, which is the opposite of rebellious. And I do my best to serve. I can't drive with no headlights at night. I'll get ticketed and pulled over to add on the problems that I already have. And at the end of the day, who am I to tell Jim Ursay, who is a billionaire NFL owner, what to do with his team and how to do it? But as we all know, there is something that's called integrity. There is something that is called order. There is something that is called the Rooney rule in which we all know the NFL owners in their collusion meetings that they have three or four times a year. They just had one recently to try to figure out how to get rid of Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders. We all know that they're supposed to interview a minority candidate, whether it's a woman that's a different skin color, or a man that's black or Indian, which I'm both of those races, by the way. Or a man that is Latino. Aztecian. Whatever. They're supposed to interview a minority first. But a billionaire owner can do what he wants to do with his team. What side of this argument do you sit on? Do you sit on the side of the argument where, look, it's this man's team. He's a billionaire owner. He can do what he wants with it. Or are you one of those that sit on the side where you say, it's not fair. He didn't pick a minority to take over as an interim head coach. And my thing is, why create the Rooney Rule if the owners aren't going to follow them, Why do that? That's my thing. I'm going to tell you this. I have always been a person. This is something that I've always told the missus over the years. And I have to every once in a while remind her of this. I'm going to do right by people regardless of how they treat me. But it does not mean that I do not have to distance myself from them when they have done me wrong and they have made it look like in the public eye that I've done them wrong when I have not done anything to them. When in all actuality and reality, they're the ones that have been doing me wrong. I'm not going to get on the phone and gossip about it with anybody. I'm not going to make social media posts. I'm not going to do recordings on my podcast show about it. Mm -mm. I'm not going to do any of that. Because I understand with my good spiritual common sense that everything a man soweth, he will also reap that. Period. In the discussion, God has allowed me to live to see my enemies be taken down. And not by my own hand or my own actions. There's nothing for me to do. I don't have to do anything. I'll just sit back. I'll get upset or I'll be hurt. I'll pray about it and I'll move on. That's it. Simple as that. I'm not even going to expect an apology because I'm going to be me and people will be people. So at the end of the day, who am I to tell Jim Irsay how to run his NFL franchise? There are a lot of NFL franchises because of how their owners conduct themselves in their private lives and in their public lives and in this case how Jim Merce has conducted himself with this recent firing and just hiring an NFL analyst the results of that is going to play out on the football field and I believe it's going to play out right away now I'm not saying that the Colts Aren't going to win any more games this season. But once again, you reap what you sow. Time is winding up. Time flies by. We were just in March of 2022. Okay. And we're already a week and a half from Thanksgiving, which means the year is basically about over. So what makes you think that you're not going to reap what you sow a lot faster in today's world? than you did years ago when time wasn't going by just as fast as it's going by now. I'm just giving you guys something to chew on, something to think about, something to meditate on because this is the final prediction show of the night. Once again, it's the 21st meeting of all time between the Colts and the Las Vegas Raiders. And I really want everybody to ponder what I just said. Now, Here's one more point I want to make and then I'm going to shut up or not shut up, but get to the prediction, the Colts and the Raiders. If you do things right as an NFL owner, eventually your team is going to do right and eventually good things is going to happen to your team and eventually you'll find yourself on a championship podium late on a Sunday evening close to an early Monday morning hoisting the Lombardi Trophy as a result of the integrity, the foundational standards that you set with your NFL organization early on Whatever standard standard you set, that's the results that you're going to have on the NFL football field. I don't think a lot of owners think about that at the end of the day. Perfect example. Daniel Snyder, it'll be a miracle if the Washington Commanders make it to the postseason. It'll be an act of God if they made it to the postseason and made it to the Super Bowl. It would be a supernatural miracle if the commanders made it to that Super Bowl and won that Super Bowl. Daniel Snyder's the owner to watch the commanders. To watch the commanders have been reaping what Daniel Snyder has sowed in his private time over the years. It's as simple as that. This is why I say Ron Rivera is the head coach of the 2020 20s COVID-19 era because through everything that's going on off the NFL football field commanders still find a way to compete week in and week out and they've made it to the postseason a couple of years ago so just something to think about Don't think that you're going to murder someone with your mouth, with your actions. Continuously do things. Make yourself look good while the person that you claim has not done anything, or should I say, done things to you, in all reality, has not done anything. It's just not going to fly. Not with God, not with anyone. And Frank Reich, the former coach of the Colts, I don't think he should have been fired. I don't. I I just don't. There was not enough information you can put in front of me in this podcast studio slash office slash media centers that I am sitting in, recording this show right now there's nothing you can put in front of me to convince me that he should be fired because here's the thing the general manager goes against the players and the coach coaches the players that the general manager gets the coach has so much say so in those players that the general manager brings before him but at the end of the day Why isn't that player being getting rid of? Why isn't the general manager being questioned? And there's a rumor out there that if Carson Wentz didn't go before the season started, Frank Reich and Carson Wentz was going to go. Carson Wentz just won a game almost four weeks ago now with a broken finger on his throwing hand. Do you know how hard it is to throw a football with a broken finger on your throwing hand in 40-degree weather at night when the sun is down and the temperature is dropping? You know how difficult that is? Somehow, someway, he still managed to win the game. I don't know. I'm not saying Carson Wentz is great. I don't feel like the Washington Commanders should have even traded for Carson Wentz. Washington was a taker. And that's another point in itself. There are a lot of NFL franchises in which the owner does too much. And it's really hard to be a fan of teams like Washington, teams like Indianapolis. And the reason why is because the general manager and the coaches, they're not really the ones that's pulling the triggers. On the laser scopes of those sniper rifles. It is the owners that's doing it. The owner is saying, hey, I want Carson Wentz. Hey, I want Phillip Rivers. Hey, now I want Matt Ryan. And then accountability is nowhere to be found because the owner is never going to say, hey, I never said I wanted this guy or that guy. That was Chris Ballard. They put it off on the general manager, or they'll put it off on the head coach. My thing is now I'm sitting here and I'm waiting, and I'm looking to see how long Chris Ballard is going to last in Indianapolis. That's what I'm looking at, because one day Jim Irsay is going to wake up, he's going to be pissed off, not at the current coach whoever the freaking heck that's going to be. But he's going to be pissed off at the general manager wondering why did you sign this guy? Whether it was a draft pick, a free agent, or a player that should have been released or traded away who was basically done career-wise as an Indianapolis head coach. Jim Mercedes is going to wake up one Monday morning after a Sunday embarrassing loss, and he's going to be thinking, wait a minute. The coach didn't get this guy. I know I wanted that guy, but Chris Ballard is the one that got that guy. You know what, it's not the coach's fault, it's Chris Ballard's fault. Because accountability is not there with the owner. That's the problem. And again, you reap what you sow. Don't think it's strange when you're reaping what you've sown. Don't think it's strange, okay? Indianapolis Colts, fans, I feel for you. I really, truly do. And and that's a lot coming from an individual that is a fan of the Atlanta Falcons and a fan of the Miami Dolphins. So trust me when I say I feel where you're coming from. Trust me, I do. Um... (laughs) What's going on with my eyeglasses here? Okay. Oh, Lordy. So the Raiders are last in the AFC West. They are 0 5 on the road. And this is Josh McDaniel's second go around as an NFL head coach. Speaking of Indianapolis, he gave Indianapolis the cold shoulder basically not the cold shoulder he gave them the middle finger a few years back when frank reich took over for the colts that was supposed to have been a job that josh mcdaniels basically said he was gonna take and he didn't take it as a matter of fact in the 11th hour he said you know what i changed my mind i'm gonna stay New England. bye bye Now, a lot of people came down on Josh McDaniels about that, but at the end of the day, Frank Reich fired on Monday. Did Josh McDaniels spidey senses kick in and he said, you know what? Um... I don't think this is such a good idea. (laughs) After meeting Jim Irsay, after being around the Colts organization. And I'm not saying that the Colts organization is a bad organization. That's not what I'm saying. You know, you have NFL franchises that the organizations, they're just bad all the way around. You still make money. Just because you make money doesn't mean you're good. Okay, and then you have NFL franchises that just have bad owners for one reason or another and Josh McDaniels is on his second go around as an NFL head coach and it was over a decade since he had his first head coaching gig the thing that gets me is he was the Denver Broncos head coach and now he's the Raiders head coach and both of these teams are in the same division And he has had a very tough year. Think about this. Josh McDaniels did more with Tim Tebow as his franchise quarterback with the Denver Broncos than he has done with Derek Carr as his franchise quarterback. With Devontae Adams. And see, this is the reason why I said this show was going to be a little bit longer than daytime shows normally are there is so many things going on with the Raiders and the Colts I'm not even going to be able to get into everything in this particular prediction show like there has to be like a part two to this but there won't be because at some point in time tonight I gotta shut up and go to bed but Josh McDaniels man you know the Raiders have not won a game on the road this season. And this is going to be the 21st meeting of all time between the Raiders and the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts at home, they've won two games, they've lost two games, and then the Indianapolis Colts and the Raiders have played each other a total of 20 times over the years. 11 and 9 is the overall record for the Raiders. Over beg your pardon is the yeah I said it, I had it right the first time. Is the Raiders over the Colts and then 10 and 8 in the regular season? Postseason, these teams are tied. The first meeting ever between the Colts and the Raiders was a postseason meeting. It's not often that that can be said. January the 3rd, 1971, 27 17 victory for the Baltimore Colts in Baltimore against, yeah, yeah, yes. And then the Raiders won their game in the postseason. Which was the second meeting of all time in the postseason between the Colts and the Raiders. And it was the fifth meeting overall in this series. 37-31 Raiders. December the 24th, Christmas Eve, 1977. Last time these two teams played, it was the 20th of the meeting. It was January the 2nd, 2022. <gasps> That was this year. I'm just messing with you guys. I knew that. 23 to 20 win for. Yeah, yeah, yes. Against the Indianapolis Colts. In. Lucas Oil Stadium. Indianapolis. Indiana. Very interesting. Once again. The. I thought the Denver Broncos would be fourth. Or should I say I felt like they were end up finishing fourth with the 2022 Predictions AFC West Champions podcast show. But, you know, Broncos are riding with uh, Russell Wilson and they're getting it done. I thought they would be where the Raiders are right now. Not necessarily the same win-loss record, but placing, which is right now fourth. Because you can be like the Commanders, four wins, five losses, But in fourth place, because everybody above you is just that got doggone dang good. Um, I don't know who's going to be a quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Quite frankly, it doesn't matter. A former Indianapolis Colt offensive line center is going to be the interim head coach and consult to help Ursa find the next head coach. Like the fact that I just said that out loud and I heard myself say it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, it doesn't. And I don't even feel like you have to find no offense to my job. Don't take any offense to this, but I don't even think you have to find a consulting group that specializes in the area of finding the right NFL head coach for an NFL franchise. Like, I remember a few years ago, the Falcons did that. I was sitting there listening to sports radio, 92.9 The Game. I was scratching my head, like, literally like I'm doing right now. You guys can't see me, but I'm literally, I was literally scratching my head. Why is Arthur Blank trying to find an NFL head coach With an NFL coaching consulting firm. I mean, just because you're a billionaire, it doesn't mean that you have to just throw money away on something like that. Like your money could have been put to better use. Right. And again, I'm not trying to tell anybody what to do with their money. People will come at me quickly and say, oh I'm jealous because I don't have the money that they have and who am I to tell somebody to do something with their money and blah 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 blah. It's not what I'm doing here. not doing that. I'm making a valid point because you have to understand the structure of sports and sports fanatics and You have to understand those things. Before you come down this road. So don't come at me with that bull crap, Right? Because at the end of the day. If you if someone's rooting for a fan. And they're spending their money. Speaking of telling somebody what to do with their money. Those of you that's going to come at me and say that. Um, If I'm a Falcons fan. And I'm putting money into Arthur Blank's pocket. Buying tickets. Buying jerseys. Buying Falcons merchandise. I'm... But I got a I right to say something about how he goes about trying to find the next NFL head goes for his franchise. I'm sorry. You're going to have to miss me with all that. And again, I'm only referring to those that are NFL knowledgeable. If you don't have any knowledge of the NFL, shut up. Miss me with it. Okay? I don't care if you've been following your team for a year or two years. Miss me with that. Because a year or two years of following your NFL franchise, you're still not on my level when it comes to knowing what goes on in this league. So again, I'm not sitting on a seat of judgment or criticism in a, in a negative sense. But... I don't think taking the route of looking for a consulting firm for coaches in the NFL would be the right route to go to find your next head coach. And that's basically what Jim Irsay uh, did with Jeff Saturday. Now, Jeff Saturday is not an NFL coaching consulting firm. He's not that. But at the end of the day, he's been consulting with the owner. As the owner has put it, this is what's been reported for the last few years. And nobody has known about this until a little under 48 hours ago. With the exception of the two parties involved, Saturday and Ursay. Say that three times fast. Saturday, Ursae. Saturday, first, Ursae. Anyways. It's just not bad all the way around. and it, I mean, not bad. It is bad all the way around. And my thing is, I, dude, I, I I don't know who's going to be the quarterback for the Colts. I can't tell you. Heck, they would probably throw me in a uniform and some probably get my leg broken, but they would throw me in a uniform and some shoulder pads to play this Sunday at quarterback because you have a former NFL. I can't say this enough. You have a former NFL analyst. I'm not jealous of Jeff Saturday. I'm not jealous of Jim Merce or their money. This is not what I'm talking about. An analyst is now your head coach for weeks 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. There's a the possibility for you to get nine consecutive losses you think fans were in a revolt. you think it was a mutiny going on. Oh boy. Let a couple of weeks pass by with the Indianapolis Colts. Losing to the Raiders. Indianapolis Colts. Losing to the Eagles. I mean the Eagles are going to embarrass these Jokers. And then you got a bye week. Thanksgiving week. Week 12. Sunday, November the 27th. 2022. 2022. Oh, wait. No, you don't. Bye weeks are going to be on the pause. Monday Night Football. You can't flex that son of a biscuit out. I wanted to say something else. You can't flex that out. Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. Monday Night Football. Week 12. Jesus Christ. All right. Last in the NFL point score per game. 147 on average after 11 or 11 weeks Jesus Christ after 9 weeks going up against the 27th ranked defense in points allowed per game allowing 25.1 points after 9 weeks got to write that time Raiders offense 14th in the NFL 22.9 points on average per game after 9 weeks going up against Indianapolis Colts defense That is ranked 13th in the NFL after nine weeks, on average, allowing 20.3 points. NFL players still play the game. But the Colts players, they don't know what the heck is going on right now. They're standing around looking at each other, like, whoa, 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 what? Wait a minute. What just happened? What? And I don't know. Maybe this will work. Either Jim Say is super duper smart and ingenious, or the Indianapolis Colts and their fans are getting ready to experience the worst season in the history of. The Indianapolis Colts for the rest of this month, next month, and during the off season. unless they hire an NFL head coaching consulting firm to find their next NFL head coach. This has been the Providence Fix Football Podcast show. Colts at the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders will win the football game. By the way. Buccaneers over Seahawks, 22-21 Giants over the Houston Texans, 30-20 Dolphins over the Cleveland Browns, 19-16 Steelers over the New Orleans Saints, final overtime, 21-20 Bills over the Minnesota Vikings, Vikings are going to lose that game by one point, ladies and gents. That purple and gold action is gonna be serious though this Sunday. I think they're gonna be wearing all white or at least white jerseys and purple pants. 13 to 10 Titans over the Denver Broncos. 25 to 10, the Bears will defeat the Detroit Lions. Foda, Foda, 14. The Kansas City Chiefs is gonna mop the field in GEHA Stadium at Arrowhead Field. Jesus Christ in Kansas City, Missouri this Sunday. And Colts fans, I hope you guys are going to enjoy Derek Carr just absolutely and totally eviscerating your secondary. And Josh Jacobs just absolutely steamrolling your defense. Man. When I heard that Matt Ryan was traded earlier this year to the Colts, with that defense that the Colts have and that offensive line that the Colts used to have. I was just bouncing around like a bunny in heat. I really was. I thought that the Colts were just going to be 7-1 and one at this point in time. Like, literally. Dude, I picked the Colts to win the AFC South this year. You know how stupid I feel right now? Which I really shouldn't because it's the NFL. Nobody knows what's going to happen. No one. No one knows. So with all of that said, 32-12 Raiders over the Colts. And one and, and another thing. Eagles will be in Indianapolis next Sunday. The Eagles are going to blow you guys out. I'm telling you right now, I'm picking the Eagles to win that football game. I really don't even got to do a prediction show for that one. I'll give you a prediction for next week. Eagles and Colts. 50 to 15. Eagles over the Colts. Week 11. So I can scratch that prediction show off. I don't even got to do it. I'm still going to do it, though. Because I'm probably gonna forget that I even said that in this show. Everybody, stay safe there. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday night. Thirty-two, twelve. Raiders. yes. Over the Indianapolis Colts. Everybody, stay safe out there. One.